Hi ladies, this is Peggy and I'm your host from New York City and welcome to Boss the Black Queen, a podcast where black women are celebrated. Here we inspire, empower, and uplift each other. Do you want to learn how to boss up in all areas of your life? Then this podcast is for you. On this podcast, we'll be discussing so many topics like finances, how to become a successful entrepreneur, the importance of self-care, building healthy relationships, and more. Remember, queen, don't forget to grab your crown before leaving the house. Hello, world. Welcome to Boss of Black Queen, and I'm your host, Peggy, from New York City. And today's episode is all about watching out for the red flags, plus size dating part two. So if this is the episode you're interested in, please stay tuned because you know I have a lot to say and you don't want to miss it. So y'all really loved episode five on plus size dating, and I received so many requests to do a part two. So today we are about to focus on all of that, okay? If you haven't checked out episode five, please take a listen to that now so you can get an understanding of today's episode, okay? Now, as a plus size woman, dating can have many challenges due to our physicality, okay? There are men who find us attractive and don't mind openly dating us out in public, but there are still men who are hella insecure and care about what society thinks. In my first episode, we talk about how it's okay to have a preference, but there's still a negative stigma attached to plus size women and society can be extremely fat phobic because of that. Now, despite all of that, y'all, we are out here living and thriving and dating and marrying and getting into healthy relationships. But if you are plus size, all right, and you're single, I want you to please watch out for all the red flags, okay? Because these men out here, they can be hella foolish, all right? Now, let's talk about watching out for the red flags, okay? So red flag number one, he's a closet plus size lover, Now, I've had plenty of men reach out to me online, but I almost guarantee that they would not have approached me outside or offline, y'all. So many of these men love to hide behind the computer to express their attraction for me, but publicly, it's a whole different story. So I'm talking about like going to the club, going to the bar, going to a coffee shop, going to the mall. A lot of these men just look at me and stare at me, but they're not talking to me, okay? And I just hear so many stories about these men just not dating women publicly. They're just so discreet, you know, due to the fear of what their friends and their family thinks. So a lot of these men, you know, they like you, you know, they find you attractive, but they're not comfortable going out with you because they're worried about what their friends and family will say, okay? So they prefer doing things indoors or at your place or his place, okay? So you're not going out on dates. Y'all are going to very low-key spots like a diner, oh my goodness, a diner or a park, okay? So... Story time. I dated a man who once was ashamed of my size, okay? And, you know, he wanted to keep our relationship strictly platonic because he was just worried about what people had to say. And at the time, y'all, I was just so young and childish that I did not understand that this man was totally embarrassed of my size. So I just remembered that he found me attractive but he definitely would have preferred if I had lost 50 pounds. And I talked a little bit about this in previous podcast episodes, that he likes me, he found me attractive, but he wanted me to lose some weight. And if, and if I had lost some weight, he would be okay with bringing me around friends, bringing, bringing me around people publicly, 
But he just didn't do that. So we would just chill in the car. He would come over to my apartment, go to the movies really, really late. So he was really like embarrassed of my size. And again, I was foolish. I was like 26, didn't understand what was going on. And when I look back at it 10 years later, would I have accepted that? Absolutely not. I would never accept that. But when you're young and you don't have an understanding of your self-worth, you put up with foolishness. And that's what I did. Now, red flag number two is he's got a fetish for plus size women. Most of these men are looking for just a sexual relationship and nothing further than that. If a man is only talking about your body and talking about sex on the first conversation, run because he isn't looking for nothing meaningful or serious, y'all. Many of these men believe that plus size women are so desperate, insecure, and just easy, all right? Now, episode five, I talk about American men and I have a preference with dating Caribbean men. And with American men, in my opinion, a lot of them I found they really just had a fascination with my size and had a fetish. They was interested in me and interested in wanting to do sexual things with me. But as far as pursuing a relationship or, you know, taking me out on, you know, cute dates, they just wanted me to come over to their house and fulfill their fantasies. Now, ladies, I am not, you know, ludicrous. I am not going to fulfill your fantasies. I don't care what your fantasies are. So these type of men, I literally stay away from. So if the first conversation, like I said, you're talking about my, my body, you're talking about my shape, you're talking about what you want to do to me sexually, I just have no interest because what are we going to, you know, how are we going to get to know each other if that's what you're focusing on the whole time? You know, first, even second conversation, sometimes third conversation, that's just a turnoff for me. I want to talk about other things. I want to get to know you, like what your interests are, what are your goals? I don't want to hear what you think about me sexually and what you want to do to me. So typically when these guys do approach me, y'all, and we have these kind of conversations off the bat, I would definitely run because it just really made me feel uncomfortable. And unfortunately, a lot of these men do exist, especially if you meet these men online. Okay. Now, any man that focuses on your body it says a lot about them, okay? And that's not something that you want to pursue. Now, if that's something that you're into, sis, do you. If you don't mind being, being a fetish, that's up to you. But a lot of us don't want to be a fetish and we're not looking for that. And unfortunately, a lot of these men do exist. So like I said, if they come your way, sis, run, okay? <laughs> now, ladies, I don't want to just like bash American men. I was born here. I'm American. But I will say that compared to Caribbean and American men, I found American men to have a huge fetish. I don't know what it is about them. They just do. A lot of them watch a lot of porn, a lot of BBW porn, and they think that I'm one of those, you know, women on the porn, you know, and I'm not. And they have these fantasies that they want you to fulfill and a lot of them come at you crazy. Now, with Caribbean men, I just feel like culturally, plus-size women are more acceptable. You have a plus-size auntie, a plus-size mama, probably, a plus-size sister. She has a friend that's plus-size. You're just around, you know, women that are curvaceous and thick. And they're just used to it. So they don't look at you like a fetish, some of them. I'm not saying all of them are perfect, you guys. I definitely want to, don't want to make it seem like American men are horrible and Caribbean men are these saints, because they're not. You know, they do have their flaws, 
But in my experience, I had really great relationships with Caribbean men. And American men always made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Not all, but some of them did. So when you're dating, it's a gamble. You may date a Caribbean man and he might have a fetish. Or you may date an American man and he doesn't. It really is a gamble. But when I speak about my experiences, it's literally my experiences. Now, red flag number three, he's a scammer, okay? Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was not sure if I wanted to talk about this red flag because I don't want to offend nobody, but child, I'm going to do it, okay? A lot of men love to prey on plus-size women because many of them assume we are desperate for love, okay? So with online dating, please do your investigating, y'all, and research because I've heard tons of crazy stories of plus-size women in these long-distant relationships with men who live in the Caribbean, okay, and in Africa. Now, most of these men are immigrants or they don't live here, or if they do live here, they don't have a green card or a citizenship but are heavily pursuing and putting pressure in having a relationship with plus-size women, marriage, and starting a family in hopes of living in America. Now, I have a story time for you guys, and I'm going to give you guys two story time because this is literally the biggest red flag for me because this is what I've been through. Now, let's get into the first story time. Now, my sister knew a woman who was in a relationship with a man who lives in Africa, okay? They have never met each other before. They have been in a relationship for four years, and she wants to marry him. They want to get married. They want to start a family. They want to be together, and they've never, ever met. Four years, she dedicated her life to this person as, and has never met this person. Now, she is a plus-size woman, okay? And I don't really know her. I can't say if, you know, she's insecure or not. I don't know her, okay? I just know physically what she looks like, okay? And they've been together for four years. And they've never met. My sister told me that she's in love, okay? And she is not ashamed of them not meeting up. And her goal is to save a lot of money and to eventually move to Nigeria to be with him. I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't understand that situation at all. And I honestly feel like this person is definitely playing her. I don't understand how they've never met before. I don't understand how they're in a relationship. Like she's never been to Nigeria. He's never came here. And she's ready to give this person all of her. And I don't want to make any assumptions, y'all. I mean, I would hope this man is not lying to her. But child, I don't know. Okay, four years. Four years, y'all. I don't know if that's a red flag, but to me, it's giving red flag, okay? And the reason why I talk about this because I had something similar that happened to me, okay? I met someone and they were born in Nigeria and they were living in America on a visa, a work visa. He was working at a restaurant and his dream was to be a dancer. His dream was to own his own restaurant. He had all these dreams and aspirations, okay? And we were talking for, you know, a few months. I want to say three months. I just remember it was summertime. So we had like a little summer fling. 
And he was very handsome. He kind of looked like Michael B. Jordan, okay? So I was a little bit mesmerized by him. He was a very attractive man. But he didn't have his papers. At first, it, he never brought it up. He, you know, he told me straight up he didn't have his papers. But he never, like, you know, came at me crazy about it until maybe the third month. The third month, he definitely was like, listen, I want to be with you. I want us to get married. I want us to have kids. I want us to have a wedding in Nigeria. I want you to meet all my aunties and my uncles. And I was very, very scared. I was just like, we don't even really know each other. It's just been three months. And he was like, I found a ring, but I want you to be with me. I want you to marry me. I wanted to be literally together, okay? He just told me that him not having his papers is really hurting him because he can't pursue his career. And he really wanted us to get married so he can fulfill his career and have this family with me. And like I said, I was scared. I was like, I don't know about this, okay? I do not know about this at all. So... I definitely told him, listen, there, there is no rush, you know, let's just, you know, get to know each other and see what happens in the next few years, you know, because I definitely was not trying to get married, you know, at that time. And he kept putting pressure on me all the time. Like, it's not fair. You know, I really want to do this, but I can't do this because I don't have my papers. And he made me, he tried to make me feel really bad because of the situation, but it's like, this ain't my situation. And it definitely felt like, Everything that we were like, you know, going through, you know, getting to know each other, it definitely felt very fake and very fraud-like because of how much he was putting so much pressure on me. It didn't feel healthy, okay? So long story short, we ended up stopped talking, like literally just stopped talking. You know, I don't remember what happened. I think that we just, you know, fell off, fell out of communication. And I went on his social media one day and I saw that he proposed to another woman. And this was probably like a few weeks after we, you know, started, you know, we, we stopped talking and he was ready to marry this person. They were engaged. I remember I proposed to this girl at the restaurant and they had a video and she was crying. I was like, oh my God, you know, this guy really is pursuing this hard. Okay. They were engaged. I want to say for like a couple months, you know, I went on his page a couple of times. I saw them taking lots of pictures and things like that. And they eventually looked like they broke up. And like I said, he was really desperate for marriage and, you know, having this life here and tried to put all that pressure on me. So like I said, ladies, this is a huge red flag for me. And a lot of women are falling victim to this. And if you feel that you're with someone that is not legally from here and they're putting a lot of pressure on you to marry them and to be with them, most likely they're a scammer, sis. And I don't like, I, I mean, I don't like to talk about this red flag, I'm telling you, because I'm Caribbean, I'm Haitian. But I see so many plus-size women going through this, so many. And it's just a scary thing. Like, it's very, very scary. Like, you would hope that the person that you're with, even if they're not from this country and they're an immigrant, or, you know, they're from, you know, they live in another part of the world, you would really hope that they're with you because they genuinely want to be with you. They genuinely want a connection with you. But again, make sure your eyes are open. Make sure you, you know, you're doing your investigating and you're researching because you just never know what this person might do. You know, you never know. So this is a red flag, y'all. Okay. And I say this with love. 
be very, very careful, okay? Now, ladies, I really want to talk about social media real quick. I've seen a ton of men on TikTok make disgusting videos about plus-size women. Some are using the term BBW way too loosely and creating videos about these women for jokes, okay? Now, a lot of these men for me, you know, they look like clout chasers. They're looking to get popular. And unfortunately, there's a lot of young girls who are feeding into this negative stereotype and do a lot of things for attention as well. I've seen these young plus-size girls, you know, do these provocative dancing and do these sexual gestures, you know, for attention as well. And it's so unfortunate because y'all making yourselves look hella crazy when y'all do that. And like I said, y'all are really feeding into the, the BBW plus-size stereotype. And I really wish they would stop, okay? Now, a lot of these girls do not realize that each time they're giving these men these wrong type of attention and messages, it's just not a good look for the community, okay? I've had men, you know, come on my page and tell me how much they love BBWs. So they feel so free to say that. I love BBWs. I love big women. And it's just like, okay, do you want a cookie? Like, why are you telling me about your fetish for me? Or why are you telling me you're sexual, sexually attracted to me? I don't care. But a lot of men do that. And they think that it's a compliment. And it's not. Okay? It's not a compliment at all. And usually when I get these type of comments, you guys, I block it. Because I don't want to see you expressing your love for me in that way and obsessing over my size. Okay? So with social media, y'all, it could be a good thing because I am a plus-size blogger. But it can be also a negative thing. And... I really hope that this trend on TikTok stops because it's really hurting my community for real. Now, ladies, you know, dating is hard for everyone. It's not just, you know, harder for us because of our size. I've had so many women that are not plus size that have expressed to me how difficult it is to date difficult it is to, you know, find a really good quality man. So it's hard out here for all of us, okay? So... I know that I'm plus size and I know my audience, a lot of our audience is plus size, but I definitely want y'all to know that it is hard for all of us. A lot of us are having this struggle out here, okay? And a lot of women have to look out for red flags as well. They may not have to look out for the, the red flags that we look out for, but they definitely have to look out for red flags that they see on a, you know, on a daily basis, okay? Now, if you're dating y'all, and I say this all the time, please date with intention, y'all, and just go out and enjoy yourselves, but make sure to watch out for all the red flags so you don't run into any of these kind of men that I talked about today. Ladies, I just want to thank you guys so much for always checking out my podcast. You guys really loved my last episode about plus size dating, so I definitely wanted to create another episode for you guys, but I just wanted to also say that... I enjoy talking about plus size topics. I enjoy having these conversations, you guys. I think it's so important that we have these spaces where we can just talk about us and, you know, support each other, especially plus size women. But this will be my last podcast episode about plus size conversations and topics in this season. Season two will dabble more about plus size topics. But right now, I have so much topics that I want to talk about with you guys and share with you guys. So we're going to talk about different things, okay? I love that you guys love these conversations. I think they're so important to have and to shed light. But y'all, we're boss of Black Queens. We're more than just our size. Let's talk about other things that are so important in our lives right now, okay? Now, ladies, if you love this episode, 
please subscribe to my podcast, rate my podcast, okay? You can check, my, check out my podcast on Apple, Google Play, and Spotify, okay? Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I go by the name Boss of Black Queen. I'm also on TikTok. And if you guys want to follow me, my personal Instagram page, I go by the name On The Q Train. If you want some plus-size fashion and some lifestyle content, I'm your girl, so you definitely want to follow, okay? As always, queens, thank you so much for showing my podcast love. I absolutely love you guys. You guys have been super amazing. Share this podcast to another queen that you want to uplift today. And as always, queens, don't forget to grab your crown before leaving the house. Have a good day, ladies. Bye.